welcome to season three, episode nine of Embrace Damage Podcast. And I want to just jump right into it. But before I do, spoiler warnings abound because, again, I have lots to talk about. So a lot of movies, TV shows. So, yeah, spoiler warnings. Let's talk about Loki first. I really enjoyed the first season of Loki. And if you saw episode six and the end credits, you know, part uh, season two rather is coming out and I'm excited about it. I'm not surprised because I know the multiverse was something that was going to happen because we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness that was announced prior to Loki. So it was great to see all the multiverses opening up and spreading out. You know, Sylvie killed He Who Remains, who I'm assuming, which not to assume, but pretty much is Nathaniel Richards combined with the He Who Remains character. And if you know the comics, Nathaniel Richards becomes Kang the Conqueror. So he's definitely someone who's going to show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium because Jonathan Majors was cast in the role of Kang the Conqueror and Jonathan Majors was in Loki Episode 6 as He Who Remains. So if you put that together, and as it said, his variants are worse than him and you see the statue at the ending where Loki is thought to be back in the TVA that he knows, he sees the statue of the person that Sylvie just killed. And it's certain if I'm assuming it's pretty much Kang the Conqueror, that version, the statue that's running the TVA, because the TVA doesn't even know who Loki is and like what's going on. So I thought the TVA was outside of the timeline, like they're not affected, but it seems like there are or maybe it's another universe TVA. I, I don't know how that is going to work out, but I guess we will find out in season two. But I'm excited for Kang the Conqueror. And that's somebody who I expected coming eventually after um the events of endgame because it involved time travel you know endgame involves time travel and time travel is king the conqueror's thing so i wasn't surprised that they were going to introduce king the conqueror and loki like i expected something to happen and a lot of people are saying how a certain point of episode six uh, episode six of loki uh, goes hand in hand with uh, episode, the final episode of WandaVision when she's you know becomes the Scarlet Witch and how they're saying when she turns into the Scarlet Witch is when they cross the threshold in season six where you know he's like I don't know what happens next because you know things start rumbling so it was probably the cause of Wanda also with the whole multiverse but definitely Sylvie killing he who remains because. He can't even, you know, protect or watch over the secret timeline. Now, all these multiverse uh, things are happening, and that's how we'll get Spider-Man No Way Home. And I've, you know, seen or heard of leaked plot for that recently, especially. I don't know if I'm a big fan of the plot leak that I heard of. I'm hoping some of it is true, but not all of it. Um, but, you know, What If, the new series What If on Disney+, Plus, that's something that definitely takes place because of the multiverse so we'll get like t'challa who's black panther and the mcu becoming star lord in the what if and then you got the you know the marvel zombies um captain america zombie and all that iron man zombies and if you've seen the comic book i think it's called marvel zombies i think that's one of the what if episodes and then killmonger saving tony stark from iron man one you know when it the when uh he before he gets i guess blown up not blown up before he gets, you know, some shrapnel blast from the missile that, you know, he created. Killmonger apparently saves his life and stuff. So we'll see, like, what happens with that. And Killmonger is the villain 
of or however you want to take it he was the enemy uh, the rival if you will of black panther in the first movie so that's something i'm excited about what if looking forward to that i know hawkeye's coming out i'm looking forward to that and that makes me want to jump into black widow right away because i love the yelena character played by florence Pugh. she's gonna need to be in loki and if you saw black widow i really enjoyed it i thought it was great um a little too late for a Black Widow movie, if you ask me, but I was all for it. I don't mind it, and I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the actors and actresses, or just actors in general, if you will. Um, I enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed David Harbour as you know the Red Guardian, uh, Rachel Wise. I forget the name of her character, but she was like the mother figure who was part of that family. You know, Black Widow, Florence Pugh's character, you know, Yelena, and David Harbour's character. You know, the Red Guardian and stuff. So. I really enjoyed that whole dynamic and, you know, the the main villain, Ray Winstone's character, Jerry Kov, I thought he did a really, a really great job in the role. And it was great to see Taskmaster as well, but I wasn't too big of a fan. And, and you know, I wasn't surprised that it was a woman, even though it's Tony Masters, which is the character's name, is a guy. I wasn't surprised that it was a woman because I heard of rumors that it would be a woman, but I didn't think it was going to be his daughter who was thought to have been blown up. You know, with the whole Black Widow situation of her, you know, leaving the Black Widows program and joining the Avengers. So, yeah, Drakov ends up putting a chip in his daughter's neck, which helps her mimic fight moves and, you know, just people in general. And there's a term for that photo something in the comics. It wasn't a chip. It was just that Tony Masters had this great mimic ability. I don't even think he was a mutant. Um... I kind of like, I mean, I I don't like the chip thing, and I do like the chip thing, because it kind of seems more believable, like, I don't think, I mean, I know the whole photo, whatever it's called, it's, like I said, it's a term, I think it's a thing, but I don't know how big of a thing, but if Hawkeye can be so accurate in the movies, and just, like, shoot arrows, and never miss, apparently, like, why not just allow someone to have this great these great reflexes that doesn't have to be based off of a computer chip in your back of your neck that helps you to be able to watch things and take it take it in and be able to utilize it in battle but um uh you know it was great to see olga korolenko in the role because i didn't expect it like i saw her name and i'm like who's she playing i didn't know she was in the movie and bam she was the daughter who actually was alive um do i want to see taskmaster again yes i think taskmaster can be utilized as a mercenary as you know, he is in the comics and, you know, just cause mayhem and just pop up here and there throughout movies facing, you know, heroes or even villains, if that. But I don't know if I want it to be the daughter because it's like at the way that it ends is like we're going to give her help. We're going to get her help. But like maybe they don't get her help and she's just messed up in the mind and just becomes a mercenary. Like I would like to see that, but because I don't know, you know, to, oh, let's get another Taskmaster character, and it's just like, I know they do it in comics, there's always another version of a specific, you know, specific characters, like Ant-Man, you have Hank Pym, and then Ant-Man, Scott Lang, so I guess if they want to introduce Tony Masters that way, but like, how would they do it, would they give him the technology that they, you know, that she was given somehow, you know, it wasn't, you know, not through Draycroft's program, but some other you know company can do it and who knows maybe a company like aim in the comics helped drake to develop that technology to put it in the back of her neck 
And, you know, they'll decide to utilize that for somebody else, you know, for their benefit. And if you don't know who AIM is, it's a, vill- a villainous group, I believe, or organization, a company like Hammer and all that. I, I believe Hammer is one of the tech industries, um, like the rival in Iron Man 2. Justin Hammer, he had his own like tech, um, tech company trying to rival Stark Industries. But yeah, enough of the rambling on that. I would love to see Taskmaster somehow, you know, involved in future movies. I, I wouldn't want it to be the last of Taskmaster because Taskmaster is a pretty cool character. So we'll see on that. Like I said, I really enjoyed Black Widow. Um, too little, too late. But, you know, it was just fun to see another Marvel movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know right now there's like a whole suing going on with a sc- uh, Scarlett Johansson and Disney because she wasn't. She said she's not getting why she's old because they decided to release it on Disney Plus and not a theatrical release. So I guess the theatrical uh, theatrical releases didn't make enough money, so she's not getting that money. But Disney's saying, "What are you talking about? We paid you." And I believe it was like twenty million plus whatever. So I don't know what's going on that, but what does that tell me? It just means that. The relationship seems to be screwed with Scarlett Johansson and Disney, and we just may never get her back as Black Widow, um, Natasha Romanoff, which, you know, at the end of the day, I really don't care. She died in Endgame. Yeah, they can always do the whole multiverse and bring her back, but it's like, leave her be. She's gone. I'm with Yelena, the new character, the sister, apparently, of, you know, her character, played by Florence Pugh. I really dug her character, so whatever they're going to do with her, I'm with it. Um, will she be the new Black Widow? Maybe not. Will she just be her own character, not known as Black Widow? That's fine. Will she be a villain? From the way it ended, she's going to go after Hawkeye, it seems, because she was told that Hawkeye killed Natasha Romanoff, and as we know, that didn't happen. But there's a Hawkeye TV show coming out, and Florence Pugh is going to be in it, I guess, apparently, going after him because... Who told her she uh, he killed her? Valentina, who was introduced in the Winter so- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, she was the lady who recruited U.S. Agent, who was supposed to be the new Captain America, and you know he fell off, and now he's gonna be U.S. Agent, and she recruited him. So apparently, she recruited Yelena, and she's making up this lie, and I'm guessing the Thunderbolts are gonna be formed with that group or Dark Avengers. I don't know, but it seems promising, and it looks like we'll see more of the Valentina character played by Julia Dreyfus, Rufus Dreyfus. It's Julia something. She was from Seinfeld. Sorry, forget your name. I should know your name already. Like I know who you are, but your 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 last name escapes me. But yeah, she'll be. It seems like she'll be more prominent into the MCU. So we'll see on that. For Netflix, I did see the three films of Fear Street. I really enjoyed the second and third film. Part one, I wasn't too big of a fan of until the ending. Um, I just thought, like, where's all the uh, civilians of the town and the parents of these kids? Um, but, you know, it, it did get better towards the ending, and I really enjoyed part two, which, you know, took place in the past. We kind of got more of an idea of what was going on with, you know, that whole witch of, you know, the whole story of Fear Street. And then part three takes it even further back because of how, you know, the second one ends. And I don't want to get too spoiler on that one, but I really enjoyed it. And I kind of figured out what the truth was about the witch. And I wasn't surprised on that. But I mean, I did love the kills. I think my favorite killer 
oh, you know, because of the whole curse that certain people, you know, became killers and whatnot. I I really enjoyed the guy with the lumberjack outfit and the mask. Eventually, that he gets put over his head. He was like Jason to me, and probably the most scariest of them all because he actually ran at you. But I mean, I did enjoy that series. It was a R.L. Stein books, I think. They were R.L. Stein books, the Fear Street series. And I'm hearing they want to make it a cinematic series, you know, more films based on that world. So we'll see. I know the way the third one ended, somebody grabbed that demonic book from the last location that, you know, it, hap- it happened to be at, at the ending of the film. So we'll see. More evil will be happening. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. I enjoyed it. Again, it gets better at the ending of the first one, and the second and third one are, are really good films, so check it out. Yesterday, I saw Disney's Jungle Cruise starring Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. I won't get into spoilers, but if you're looking for something to watch this weekend, if you love adventure, family-friendly films, comedy, stories of myths, great characters, check out Jungle Cruise. That's all I'll say. I enjoyed it. I hope you do, too. This past weekend, I went to the Bergen International Film Festival, New Jersey, held at Tommy Fox's Public House. If you haven't been there in New Jersey, Tommy Fox's Public House is a great bar. I really enjoyed myself. More so, more like a tavern. Same thing, right? <laughs> but I really enjoyed myself. Great food, got drinks, and I saw some awesome short films. Um, I didn't win anything, I didn't get nominated, but it's all good. I got to be part of the festival representing Aphrodite, so. It was a great time, and I enjoyed myself, and I look forward to going back again. I, t- I did an interview. I took pictures. So I'm waiting for that. I don't know, the Facebook page or maybe the website. See how they look and how the video came out. But, you know, I, I got to mingle, communicate with other actors and, you know, artists and just, you know, catch up with others that I've seen before. And, you know, in the, in the Bright Side Tavern, um, Short Film Fest and Grove Fest, so... Grove Film Fest. So it, it was a fun time, and I look forward going. I look forward to going to my next film festival. I think Deep Focus Film Festival. Yesterday, I got the email. They didn't accept me. That's held in Brooklyn, and I was looking forward to going to that one. But it's all good. There's always other times, and you know other festivals that I'm still waiting for. So we shall see on that. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and until next time, later. Mm-hmm.